Welcome to Unscripted Gaming. My name is Mike. My name is. My name is Ray. Oh, yeah. oh, we're fucked up. <laughs> My name we're is Josh. Too late. Life. It's too late. We're unscripted. They'll we know we're scripted we if we start it. again. It's too we late. We're we're a one take podcast. We don't we don't start over. That's true. For better or for worse. One take. We've wonder. lost. We've lost five or six podcasts to the ether. Like five or six that people will never hear because we're a one take podcast. One take right. wonder, baby. Well, hey, we just thought because there was a lot of news popping off and other things have been going on, we want to get at least one more pod in, most likely just one uh, before the holidays here. So uh, we are doing that, and here we are, gentlemen. What are you saying? We're like busy people with lives outside of talking about video games on the Internet? And we sure know our audiences as well. So, I mean, once everything kind of wraps up, we'll try and, you know, start looking into maybe having some Game of the Year type yeah, game chats. Of, game of the Year festivities will commence shortly. After. We've been kicking around I'm, fun ideas for that, but, you know. Why? Wait. You, you know what? I'm going to save us all the trouble right now, and I'm just going to go ahead and go and announce Unscripted Gaming's Game of the Year. Tap Tycoon. Not Tap Tycoon. It's Tap I do not endorse this. Fuck you. This is, this is, he's not speaking on the behalf of this podcast. He's he not really representative of the uh, ideologies and... Uh, people of many creeds we have on the unscripted gaming team. He does not represent uh, what we stand for. Um, yeah, I represent, represent everything religions. and everybody. Not just here on Shut unscripted up. gaming, but the world. Like I represent I, everyone. I have uninstalled Ty- Tycoon months ago. Well, this is a. Uh, you're not. You're not currently a... playing the best game of 2016. Oh. Oh, you mean I'm not playing Matomo, the best game of 2016. <laughs> this is the best. This is the best way to intro into. Uh, how I wanted to start this podcast to talk about what we've been playing. So, Josh, it sounds like you're still pounded in the tap tycoon. I tap, I tap, air day, air day. Um, but I did jump Do into you tap hard in the paint. Oh, I I tap so hard in the paint, it's unreal. Okay. Get them, get some right. fucking buckets. Oh, money. Calm down now. No, it's, it's unreal. Um, I did also, uh, thanks to the free weekend for Titanfall 2, jump into a smidgen of matches before we started recording today. So I uh, played a little bit of Titanfall 2, had no idea what I was doing, but I enjoyed what I played the, the three games that I did, even though I got murdered handily. Did you enjoy it enough to buy it? Um, That's the point. I am I am going to probably play a, one or two more matches after the uh, mm-hmm. recording of this episode ceases, and I have a feeling I'm leaning towards, especially since it is reduced price right now, and I don't know how much longer that's going to be lasting for, uh, that I will pull the trigger and purchase said game. It's probably going to be reduced price for a long time. That game has not been selling well at all, unfortunately, because I hear it's good. It is qu- it's quite good. Um, I hear though that re- the the sales have gotten a little better. The 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 uh, player count has gone up a bit. But Mike, please, I cut you off. Continue. It's okay. You're fine. That's uh, it's it's the the perils of a one take podcast. We you you roll with it. Uh, so I have also we been. Should, I, I also start recently looking at video feeds so we can see each other and have that yeah, kind of thing not happen anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I um, I have also picked up Titanfall 2 lately, and I've 
also really and I've enjoyed it. I I'm usually uh, I haven't played it like cuz it's a very similar to Call of Duty type multiplayer. I mean at at kind of the the core of it, but I mean you have a lot of jumping and other kind of, you know, sliding mechanics and stuff. So it, it's certainly really different from a lot of other stuff, but I it's it's just a lot of damn fun to play. Um I, and I'm still kind of on the surface of the multiplayer. I mean, I've just figured out like my favorite Titan. Uh, still learn a lot of the maps, but uh, again, so far, I think it's it, it's it's been it's been a lot of fun. It definitely kind of even if I don't have a uh, that grappling hook is dope. Yeah, even if I don't have like a really good match, it's still kind of all the theatrics of you know you're on the drop ship and you drop in. You've got the giant robot falling down. Then if you lose the match and you're trying to escape. Uh, get back to the dropship, like all the kind of like theatrics they build in around of like the core game itself, just kind of really makes it like a really kind of uh, cinematic multiplayer experience. Uh, it's it's really cool. It just a lot of cool stuff happens, and it that's a dollar in the douche jar, by the way. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, so it's just it's really easy for really, for you to be in the driver's seat of really cool stuff like you're oh I'm sliding down this wall then I'm jumping over this thing and then I turn invisible and I threw a, like a ninja star at this guy and he blew up and I was like this it's just there's lots of cool stuff happening it's just really it's, fun it's definitely like from the few matches that I've played and and footage I've watched of it it's it's the the fast paced mech shooter you kind of always imagined on older consoles like you're just like man if i could like go back and forth between being in a mech and like being on foot and like jumping around and, and doing shit like that and and being really fast paced rather than you know some of the plotting slow like don't get me wrong i love i love ace combat and i love mech warrior but you kind of want that faster pace too and you're always like man mm-hmm. they should really make this game it's well they yeah, made that a, game it's definitely a pretty it's a pretty furious pace at times and it, it does sometimes there's just a lot happening on the screen you're just like i gotta take a breather oh boy that was me taking a breather um but i've really enjoyed the multiplayer uh i actually had had a decent amount of time to to get through the campaign as well um which the first titanfall didn't really have but they definitely expanded on in the second one and i think it's really I don't. I mean, I don't want to give away too much because I know a lot of our audience might not have given it a shot, and I know you guys haven't really given it a shot either. But I think it definitely it knows what it is. Like, so it doesn't try to be. Is, that's a weird thing to say. It doesn't try to be something it's not. But it really. It just. It you know doesn't reinvent the wheel or anything, but it just does a lot of really cool stuff. Has some really cool set pieces and levels, and it's. It's just kind of the combination of a Call of Duty campaign and the Iron Giant um, I'm, in yeah, a way I'm, that I, I didn't know I wanted that, but it, it's something I really wanted, and it's uh, something I'm, I really enjoy. I'm also very interested to see how, like, if, the way that the campaign has been described to me and I've heard it talked about is basically, like, each section has its own, like, mechanic or shtick that it focuses on for that period, and then, like basically you move on to the next mechanic that that area fa- like focuses on and and works with and I, and I think that's very interesting cuz you know basically the way it sounds like it was developed was like the guys were like hey wouldn't this shit be cool if this was in and then they built a section of the game around that mechanic and then kind of pieced it all together 
Um, yeah, it it definitely um, they're definitely really good about keeping things like pretty fresh. So you know, as soon as you know you're really starting to get to learn this section, they kind of you know change things up or kind of you know, done a big Titan kind of combat section. Here's some platforming. You're get doing a little. We're about to do a bunch of new Titan combat stuff. Here's a new whole loadout of Titan that completely changes like the whole how you play the whole game. So they're re- it's really good about keeping all that stuff fresh and certainly and not being afraid to uh, introduce something, have have it be really cool, and then just let it go because they know they don't want to play it out. So it's um, yeah, and I, I know that there has been some concerns about like player base and stuff. Like I'm playing it on PC. Uh, and generally, I mean, it's not quite as, uh, I mean, it's not like Overwatch where you can be like, I want to play a game, boop, like done. But it's still, it, it, I think like, especially with like, it's been on sale a lot lately. Uh, I think a lot of, I think the critical response has done a lot of wonders for this game. So it's been, uh, at least compared to the reports and numbers I saw from like the first weeks, it's gotten, it's, it's pretty easy to still find a match. And I think with, you know, support like you're you're only paying for cosmetics if you really want them uh but all the free future maps and kind of other modes they might add are going to be free that is a big selling point in my Which, in, in my camp for why i want to buy this game over others is the fact that the map packs are free i think that's huge and i think that's going to be i hope and i think you're going to see this amongst other shooters and games going especially multiplayer games going forward with like Map packs being free and, and other things like cosmetics and stuff like that being the stuff that's paid for. Because mm-hmm. I, I think just, it's I don't think it really makes sense for the health of your community and your game to make people pay for map packs. And I think people are starting to like. I think you're starting to see mm-hmm. consumers are even like, nah, I don't think we're gonna do that. Yeah, I agree. There's nothing worse to split your community. Than to say that people that spent more money than you get more access to multiplayer content that you just can't. Like I, like, I, I loved Battlefield Three, but you know the way that that game worked. Yeah. The, like, the five different math packs, like, and you had your people who had your premium who had everything, but then you had other people who were just buying stuff piecemeal because only a few things interest them, and then you know having all of those different playlists for the different players who had certain games and like it just kills so certain yeah. parts of the game and like having to put them into a hopper and like you you spread everything so thin that it's just not, it's not it's not fun you know that's what killed battlefield 4 for me the moment the first map pack came out and you know one first of all that just splits your fucking player base instantly uh, so matches were a bit harder to get into for the people that didn't buy it. Also, let's be honest, some of those maps were kind of interesting, kind of cool, and you just can't play them unless you pony up the extra 20 bucks. And I said, well, I'm out. I'm done. You, you got my 60, and it wasn't good enough anymore. I'm gone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially with, like, Battlefield, like, Battlefield Premium. I, I guess going back, I, yeah, I do kind of realize, like, just how, like, ridiculous that was. I mean, it was, like... To get everything, it was like a hundred, hundred something, hundred and ten dollars like, because it was sixty for the base game, and then fifty mm-hmm. for premium. So you were in a hundred and ten dollars for the game and all the map packs. Yeah, and I do want to, I, I want to give them some credit. I mean, there was a there was a lot of content, like yeah. in those packs, and I mean, a lot were, of great yeah, stuff. But it just, packs. I mean, it's like like you said, it just it just kind of crushed the player base. I'm not saying I didn't get 
my $110 worth out of that game. Wait, you bought it for $110? I did. I bought the game and premium. Oh, man. But you have a story about that. Please go ahead. I don't know that I could or would do that again. I've gotten to, like, you know, less and less I'm interested in map packs or expansions like that. You know, I just, it's, I'm fine with the base game. And if they add to it, great. But I'm not really thinking about buying the premium. Like, if I'm looking at Battlefield 1 and I don't know how the premium or the stuff works there but like i definitely wouldn't buy premium if i bought battlefield one i'd have the base game and that's probably it i bought the base game i uh well something that really really frustrates me as a consumer uh as a as a player not as an employee but like for battlefield four when i went to a GameStop to pick that up when i pre-ordered it like I walk into the store, I hand over my receipt, proving that, you know, I pre-ordered it, it's day day one, let me get my $60 copy. First question out of the GameStop employee's mouth. And I get it, it's their job, it's like, hey, do you want to buy the premium for $60? Which is damn near the cost of the game, I'm right there to pick up. And I, I was very honest with the guy, I'm like, I haven't even played this game yet. How do I know if I want to pay almost double for more stuff in the game? Like, I... That you can't sell back, or, like, you know... That's kind of it's right. a pretty yeah, you big. Can't even, you can't turn premium in for any you know money. Like once you buy premium, that's yours. Yeah, yeah, it, it, I get it. But like, there's a lot of people that'll buy it. They're like, yeah, this game's gonna be great. I'm gonna buy all this content. Like, and then you know you play Battlefield Four if you bought it and played it day one, and it was just a freaking dumpster fire of a game for the first like month or two. Even the single player campaign was just buggy as shit. Can you imagine if someone actually spent one hundred and ten dollars on this game that barely functions? For fuck's sake, that 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 stuff just needs to stop. Can we just say like charging double, almost double the cost of the game before it's even in people's hands? Just when if you uh, if, you know. It, you, you look at the, the even a worse example. You look at Street Fighter Five, and that game has so much content that's not in the season pass that people very yeah. much expected to get in, like characters and and maps and st- stages and stuff like that. And you're just like, what did they even buy for that additional purchase? No, but, but, and then you're the gonna try and make them there. even put the even more on top of that. Well, hold on, I have to back up. The characters are there. Oh, the like character. The okay, game. but the the stages and stuff are not. I mean, the, the stages are just like window dressing, so I kind of get that. But having the characters there is paramount. That is important. But no, you, the you, only... if you bought the season pass, throw in the fucking stages for God's sake. Oh, the stages aren't with the season pass. I I think there's there's some major part of the content. I'd have to look it up now. I maybe I'm misremembering, but there's some part of Street Fighter Five major content that's not in the season pass that you 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 think like no that should be there right right can, can we just all take a minute to acknowledge that the only fighting game that has ever come out that has without question just gotten away with adding more characters to the core game and charging you money for it and no one throws a stink is smash brothers Spicy. I'm, I'm going to say it on the podcast right now. Cloud is broken, and if you want some cloud action going on, that's five bones minimum. Maybe seven if you're getting them for the 3DS holes. Well, I'm, Sam, I'm, Ray, I'm going to have to disagree with you because uh, Smash Brothers isn't a fighting game. It's a brawler. Oh, there it is. Extra Don't spicy. 
now you did. Now you just made two different communities furious. Good job. Yeah, I'm really yes. Well done. And the fighting game community. Guys, I've got talent. That's why you hired me. That's just impressive. Well done. Thank you. Well, hey, um, if we want to, I like how our Titanfall two discussion turned into a discussion about premium packs for video games which well, is why we Hashtag enjoyed unscripted which is why we enjoyed titan i i feel like titanfall is a pretty is a pretty like it's a pretty solid purchase just because it doesn't do a lot of the things that we talked about for the last five minutes so i oh, i think it's I, i'm really it's enjoying definitely it definitely a check mark in its pro column Absolutely. and i'm just scratching the surface of that multiplayer but there's a lot to dig into there it's it's I'm pretty neat for ps4 honestly I'm playing. You can get retail copies real cheap too. Yeah, I'm playing on PC, and I'm honestly, I'm using a controller honestly, just because it, it for me it felt all pretty natural with all the movement and stuff. It kind of helped me keep all that. It, it was just like a lot more comfortable to use that. So that's what I'm using on PC, and it, so far I seem to be like holding up just fine in matches in terms of like aim. I mean, I'm no, I'm not esports here, but let's not. Yeah, yeah. But it seems not, that Mike? seems to be working get just good. fine. I, I, Activision games mm. seem to work best on console. I, I just don't trust Activision games like that on what PC. EA? Because their, commu- it's their community... Di- oh, it is EA. I'm sorry. Correction. I'm sorry. I do trust EA ga- games on PC, but... I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. I you do can trust EA games, games. You can't trust their servers. Oh, fuck no. Uh, wait, I want to back up. Hold on. I want to get credit where it's due. Okay. Battlefield 1, week 1, working just worked fine. Worked well. Yeah, nice. it worked just fine. That's also a real pretty game. Fucking gore. Do you have Battlefield one yet? I do not. I do not. Let me know when you invest. I'll go ahead and be medic, and uh, I'll heal you while you be whatever you're gonna be and do damage. Good to know. Because that's all I do. I spam the three key. I spam the revive key. Let's get some points. There you go. <laughs> uh, well, hey, um, we um. Uh, talk about what games I was playing. Sure, go ahead. Uh, so first of all, tell me about Tap Tycoon, uh, Ray. I told you I uninstalled that two months ago. And I have no regrets. <laughs> None. Uh, I I beat Bloodborne, so anyone that ever tells me to get mm. good can fuck right off. You can, right? And I beat, I beat Blood... You can fuck right off, Tap Tycoon. You can fuck right off. Tap Tycoon's right <laughs> Oh, wow. How fast can well, I, I mean, Well, it depends on how... What do you define as difficult? Do you tap 500 times in 30 seconds in Bloodborne? No, I don't think so. Hashtag I win. I mean, the game actually won't let you do that. <laughs> You'll run out of stamina. So basically you're saying it's the worst game. So clearly you don't know anything about uh, anim- hardcore animation canceling in Bloodborne. Okay, good. Mm, okay, it's fine. Um, yeah. But yeah, as, as the... As I mean, the um, a chair, chair of the Bloodborne is the best game ever committee. I'd like to hear your thoughts on Bloodborne, Stan. Um, it's my top five of favorite games of all time. After I beat it, yeah. Was, you know, when I got to the final boss, and you know, the final boss where you get the okay ending, not the final boss where you get what's called the complete ending, but in my opinion, is the worst ending. I'm, I'm trying to be spoiler free here since the game is just a little over a year old. But the complete ending is, in my opinion, the worst ending. I disagree, but continue. I'm going to have to agree with Ray here. Oh, you've seen it? Yeah. Yeah, I I think the ending where you do the most work. I I, I I disagree. (laughs) 
Josh is just being contrarian. <laughs> Everyone ignore. <laughs> I, stir in the pot. <laughs> I kept I kept it together pretty well there. Was, no, no. <laughs> we'll we'll Mike's talk. About to Mike. have a we'll talk. I disagree talk. with you, but we'll talk. But uh, I I think that game is hard, very hard, but fair. I think the most unfair point in the game, in my opinion, was Father G, Big Daddy G. Again, I say by the time you get the Big Daddy G, your character is nowhere near prepared to have a fun time with him. It's gonna suck, it's gonna be hard, but after Father G, right after you beat him, right after you you wipe the sweat off your brow, you take a sigh of relief, you go back to the Hunter's Dream, the game just, difficulty-wise, just goes downhill. It, it definitely no f- it definitely feels like Father G is like, kind of the, you know, you're not in Kansas anymore moment of... Uh, of that game, because I mean, because there's a boss you can run into before him that is, I mean, if you're playing like Dark Souls, kind of style, it'll still it'll go just fine. But Father Father G, I don't G- think it's a spoiler to say it's a Celestial Beast, and I beat the Celestial Beast on my first try. It's the Clerical Beast, actually. Clerical Beast, I'm sorry. <sighs> but um, yeah, it's definitely. Uh, <laughs> As you adjust your it's, um, it's uh the Clerical Beast. Um, <laughs> uh, correction, fact check. Uh, he, yeah, he's definitely uh, like a, uh, a kind of a, a skill check for that game. So I, I think that's I, I don't think you're alone there saying because it is like you're still pretty low on health and trying to get used to all his uh, uh, just all how all the game works. But I, I am really glad that you enjoyed it. I do think out of all the you know I don't want to ramble on too much with, with Bloodborne talk because we get a lot of news happen that I'd like to cover. Um, but um, I re- of of all the kind of Dark Souls slash Bloodborne games, it really does. I think it is my favorite. Um, I mean, it takes the just kind of the core mechanics of the whole kind of like Soul series and just puts it and just makes it faster and and that's on and that the gameplay itself is just rock solid. And then you have you know the story kind of starts off as just kind of like it's it's great. Like it's it starts off as kind of like a werewolf hunt type setting. And then just does a complete like 180 and just turns into something you were told. I was, I wasn't expecting at all. And it's it, it because it gets real weird, but it, it's really cool. And I'm really glad that you one enjoyed thing. it. It's it's definitely one of my favorite games too. I I love that one, game. Once you beat Rom the Vacuous Spider, the game goes from okay, this is just a you know uh, werewolf hunt. hunt to get fucked. Everything you thought about the world that you're in, wrong, wrong. It gets uh, cosmic, so like, and and now you can probably get that game for like fifteen bucks. So if you don't have it already or haven't tried it, I super duper recommend it. It's very good. Well, it is is not meant for everyone. I think as I mentioned before, only only forty percent. No, the sixty percent of everyone that's ever played that game beat the first boss, Father G. So there's a large drop-off point if you're one of the valiant few, and it's even lower. Like how many people actually beat the game? Only twenty. It was eighteen point nine when I beat it just two weeks ago. Eighteen point nine percent of everyone that's ever played Bloodborne beat it. So that is less than twenty percent of everyone that bought the game had the guts to completely just finish the game. Yeah, I I can. I can definitely see someone bouncing off of it, especially if you weren't a big Dark Souls fan anyway. But like I was yeah. saying, we got lots of news to cover because... Okay, I want to cover the uh, last couple games I've been playing. Um, I jumped back into Hearthstone because it's still good, and it just had a new update. 
Hearthstone is still fun. Better than Tab Tycoon. Hashtag better than Tab Tycoon. Uh, Not possible. And I've, I've been marathoning through the entire Uncharted series. I've went Ooh. through one, which is not which has not aged well at all. No. I actually found that game kind of bullshit. Uh, two, which is superior to one, but not much. Three, really good game. Three is uh, pretty good. I liked it. I liked it a lot, actually. And four, I'm only in the first two hours of four. I'm loving what I'm playing so far. Four really... Four is, four is really good. Because I, I did the same thing. I, I played through the trilogy and then uh, and then got to four. And uh, you definitely... I mean, one definitely feels kind of... It, it de- It's definitely kind of... And you can tell that they learned a lot of lessons from one to two. But playing four... It, I mean, it, it, like I, you definitely kind of see the limitations of that gameplay, but they—it's just the framework around it is just so good. And I, 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 I think the worst thing mistake you could make is playing four first before playing any of the other ones, just because four oh, no, do four that. is that much better than all the other games before. Like, I mean, considering I mean the context, like two is really a, a really big hit the year it came out, but four is just—it's yeah. just so. It just feels so good to play in a way that the other ones kind of didn't in a lot of times. Uh, the thing about Uncharted is it wants to be a third-person shooter, but it is it is not a good enough game to be a third-person shooter. Like, there's no real reason why you should be able to mentally... Uh, what is the word I'm looking for? It's where you mentally remove yourself to believe something. Um, where Nathan Drake can just Suspension take, of disbelief. <sighs> Thank you. There's no amount of suspension you could of disbelief you could give me to where Nolan North Nathan Drake is um, just taking hundreds of bullets to the chest as he's wearing a t-shirt. There's a cutscene in Uncharted 1 where Nathan Drake is looking at a map and then an enemy shoots him dead in the chest and he says, Whoa! And that distracts him from looking at the map and it goes into a combat scene. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> His uh, t-shirts are actually made out of spider silk, uh, so they are uh, bullet resistant. So uh, it was in the manual. There you go. It's in also it's the amount of people that you kill. In it's the, in Uncharted canon. one, two, and three. You have to at minimum kill about six hundred people. That's a lot of people dead in all of those games. Yeah. And then the the game tries to sneak and it tries to give you these sneaking mechanics, but they're fucking awful, especially compared to like any other game with actual sneaking and stealth. Tomb Raider has that same problem. Which one? The first one? Both of them with the, just the fact that like no offense to Lara Croft, but she goes through and does some serious fucking murdering. Just constantly murdering. And at some point, it's like, when does this begin to undermine the character? Yeah, like, first off, when, little bit, you right. know, shouldn't she be a little more upset? Second, I know these are bad people, but, like, they're also really, really highly trained mercenaries. And, and again, no offense, Lara, but they should they should be destroying you. You know, I, I will give Tomb Raider this, because I was thinking, like, why didn't I have this many problems with Tomb Raider? And that's because Tomb Raider as a game... Um, it has the emotion of Laura that she's going through because she's like, she at least acknowledges it sometimes. Yeah, she's freaking out for the first half of the entire game. She's like, "Holy shit, why am I having to go through this?" Nathan Drake's like, "Whatever, let's go treasure hunting." There a guy in the way. Boop boop. Get, get the gun Murder out. ain't no thing. Mm-hmm. I, 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 and also the second half of Tomb Raider, it just you can't take the game seriously anymore because shit happens, and you're just like, "Oh, okay, it's this game." 
it at least acknowledges that. Whereas the Uncharted games, it's literally the last half hour where the fucky shit starts happening. Anyway, and finally, the the last game I'm playing is uh, that's it. I don't know. I can't think of it. It was Bloodborne, Hearthstone, Uncharted. I'm on Uncharted Four, and I'm gonna buy Final Fantasy Fifteen in a couple of days. Let's move on. Wait, unless Mike has a game. That uh, you know, I have. Do. I I just have. I also played through a little bit of. Uh, I played through Dishonored too. I, I want to get back oh. to playing more of it, but like I, I can, you know, I'll save that for future podcasts because I want to talk about some news, guys. Go for it. We got news popping. So, uh, the Game Awards happened this week, led by the Keeleys. The Keeleys, as the as they will be affectionately referred to as, happened. Dorito Pope. Uh, so I don't, I don't want to dig in too much into the show itself, but there was some there was a you know some pretty uh, cool news coming out here and there about uh, especially because there was a big PlayStation conference uh, on Friday and Saturday of this weekend when we we're recording this, um, and there was lots of news. I mean, we we're, I don't even know where we want to start. We got. We got a new Death Stranding trailer from Kojima Studios. We got the announcement of The Last of Us Part Two. We got Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Uh, Wait, what? Yeah, that's happening. I didn't know about that. It's oh. happening. Excuse the typing in the background. Continue, Mike. Uh, twenty-seven. <laughs> that's coming out twenty seventeen. Oh man. Oh, yeah, like I said, Final Death Fantasy. Stranding because that'll be the shortest conversation. Yeah, why don't we do that? Because uh, again, there it's it's a uh, it's a strange trailer. It features uh, Guillermo del Toro doing holding weird things that turn out to be have babies inside them, and it definitely looks. Um, I mean, I don't know how uh, this basically has zero indication of any sort of gameplay or um, anything kind of associated with that, but. Th- thematically and just like the style of the kind of the world like everything is everything's just really kind of uneasy it's, it's just like unnerving and weird it's, and it's one of those things where everything is is just slightly off of what you'd expect so it's very off-putting yeah you know, it's, it's, it's very familiar yet there's something just not right about yeah it. And, and not like in the uncanny valley way but just like yeah, something about that just ugh, gives like, you the cause, chills. Because the, the trailer kind of opens with uh, this character kind of walking around and what kind of looks like a, I mean, it looks like reminiscent of like a World War II city that's been kind of bombed out, and you see planes flying in the sky with like weird black trails of oil or something like kind of trailing behind them and they almost look up, they almost you know when the first time I thought I was like, do those planes have look tails? like tentacles? I was like, do yeah, they have, like, it's just. What? Just a lot of, um, and then there's like upside down rainbows and, you know, World War Two skeletons being led by someone with like modern like Iraq War era like combat gear who turns out to be Mads Mikkelsen, uh, who might be some sort of antagonist. Those were skeletons. Yes, they they were skeleton bros. Um, and it's again we don't really know too much about the. Of the gameplay itself at this point, but I think I am. But I want to really dig in that world. I'm really digging what they're kind of laying the groundwork for. I think I don't some... know what that game's gonna be, but I want to be in that world. 
I have no. I when I watched that trailer, I had no idea what the fuck I was looking at, and it didn't really entice me to want to play anything about it. It just made me say, "Oh, that looks interesting," but you've shown me not one single second of gameplay. I mean, it's still it's still super duper early yeah. on, so it's gonna be a while before we get into gameplay. But honestly, if someone actually came out and told me it was like, "Hey, Death Stranding isn't actually a video game; it's just a trailer. It's a five minute trailer you're gonna get every six months for the next three years," I'd be like, "Okay, that's fine." Honestly, that's okay to me. I mean, this that seems world, like a waste of time. But I, I, I'm I'm joking. Oh, okay. But. <laughs> I think that they're they're laying the groundwork for some really like weird and interesting I'm, I'm, kind you of. Know, I, I personally, I think there's I some really cool storytelling that can happen. Gameplay is going to be pretty similar like, to MGS Five. Okay. Um, I hope. And then you know that would be great. Building this fucking weird ass world and new story around that. You've you. Uh, where's my wallet? Coach. I'm gonna give him my. I'm just gonna give him my money now. You could probably pre-order that game at GameStop right now and be like, "Hey, I have no idea when or if, but here's my sixty dollars. Let's make this happen." Ask, ask the uh, ask people who pre-ordered Duke Nukem Forever and ask them how that worked for them. Ask people who pre-ordered the Nintendo Dolphin before it was called GameCube, because you could do that at like EB. Games. That's great. But yeah, at the very least, Kojima knows how to Duke make Nukem a trailer, um, and I'm pretty, I'm pretty. Pretty interested in seeing what that ends up being, just because I think they've got some really crazy. I've got some tinfoil that we don't have to get into right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Some tinfoil hat ideas about what the nature of that game and the world. But uh, you know, I'm really excited to see. I think they've got some really. It's certainly unique. It, there, there's nothing else that looks like it, which is you know I think is a really good thing. Well, hey, we've got some other news happening here. Why don't we talk about... Um, let's NAC talk 2. NAC 2, the big oh, news. NAC 2, get ready. Mediocre platformer gets guaranteed Prepare mediocre sequel. Yeah, that trailer looked like the most plain-ass platformer I've Now, seen more than now, the dream of Knack for PlayStation Plus will finally be realized, and then everyone can shut... Did anyone really want... <laughs> It, Is yeah, still yeah, all, for you that? know, I I hate retreading on this topic all the time, but this month when the, they announced like the PS the PlayStation Plus games, I was like, oh, Invisible Ink! Like I heard a lot of really good stuff about that game. Like I think that looks really cool. I'm super excited to give that a shot. And then I check out the thread, and it's like, still no knack. Oh my gosh, this is horrible. Another indie crap month. I'm like, that you you people you are, are still ho- complaining about lack of knack. Apparently, it's just like you people are hopeless. Like, just cancel already. Or like, are they doing it ironically? I don't know. They must. It's like you. It's like you can get it in a. It's like five dollars in a bargain bin. Just go buy it. It blows my damn mind. Yeah. <sighs> well, I think but, we're bearing the the biggest news that come out of uh, the Game Awards. Warhammer 40k. Uh, no, I'm kidding. No, the fact that uh, Bulletstorm Full Clip Edition is being released and you can play as Duke Nukem. I mean, come on. Like, I, what I didn't an, know that was a thing. What an announcement. And, and somehow after you said it, I, this I is the American dream. care less. It's finally come true. <laughs> it's like I didn't know it existed and now finally. I wish I didn't know it existed. I, I'm, anyway, I'm completely kidding. That sounds bad. Um... How do you guys feel about The Last of Us? I loved it. I thought that game is a experience. Like it's less a game and more an actual experience to just enjoy 
that entire game. It's it's got a great story. It's got great character and world building, and uh, I don't know. I, I think everyone I, that has a PS4 should totally play it. I definitely. It's one of those agree. games I always really wanted to play, um, but just haven't because I don't have a PlayStation 4, but would love to. And I definitely that game does things to your emotions that it shouldn't do. Hot take incoming. I definitely agree that it's a great experience because the character and the story are really interesting, but the gameplay is. I mean, it, 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 it didn't do anything for me. I don't know. It, I, can, I can respect that. How do you feel about The Last of Us Part 2? Because it's happening. I mean, mixed feelings. Because I thought the ending to mm-hmm. Last of Us, no spoilers, of course, but I thought the ending to that game was perfect. Yeah, and it's I, a. Uh, th- that's kind of how I. Um, you know, this is it's kind of like the same thing concern we kind of had about like Red Dead when um, they announced that game. It's like it's kind of the fear of oh, if they do a prequel, it's going to undermine everything that they kind of established in the first game. And in this case, it's kind of like yeah, if they they're doing a direct sequel. So I mean, um, I, I you know, I mean, I I'm pretty confident. I mean, uh, Naughty Dog knows how to tell a story. I mean. I think Unch- Uncharted uh, 4, I think, is one of just... It's just, a, a, like, a master class in, like, just good story... T- it's storytelling and character building in a video game. I mean, besides Crash Bandicoot, obviously. Um, of course. Fucking of course. And uh, I, it's just a master class in just how to do that in a way that is... I mean, it's you're not just watching a movie, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, they, I mean, they just took everyone else to task this year, and just in in terms of like just story, and it was just so. Even if it's, I think that they're going to be able to. I I, I trust them to find new ground to explore uh, with these characters, um, because they've done it in the past. I hope because, as I said before, the the first one is just really, really good. Yeah. And I was I was one of those people, and I still am one of those people that's like, this game doesn't need a sequel. Just leave it be. It, it exists as this really good story. And the thought of it getting a sequel makes me think, will this detract from that already existing mm-hmm. really good story? But you should play it. If you ever get the chance, Josh, that is like one of the top ten games I recommend everyone give a we've, shot. We've... The missus and I have talked about uh, a PlayStation at some point in the future because there's actually a few games that she's wanted to play on there as well. So th- that that may be one that sometime down the line after the PC has been built and mm-hmm. whatnot, and we we talk about you know gaming in the the living room. Yeah. May, maybe in the future, and I might get the chance to play. Cool. Cool. Well, I mean, uh, anyways. It, the the trailer for part two came out. I think we're just we're just kind of burying the lead on that, so let's stop. But uh, in the trailer, Ellie's a little bit grown up. You see a little bit of Joel. Um, I don't know. Just talking about the trailer is kind of spoilers for the first game. <laughs> Realistically mm-hmm. speaking, <laughs> got a good point. So, so a spoiler alert. I don't know. The trailer is kind of like all over the internet. So. If you haven't played the first one, you're, you're getting kind of actively spoiled as to what goes on in the first, uh, the ending of the first one. 
Anyways, it shows a very bloodied Ellie. Is that pot, like some speculation? Is that a bite on her right side of her neck? I don't know. Because, you know, in that world, once you're bit, that's it. You're done. Game just like, over. She's just playing a guitar softly covered in blood. She's bleeding from the top of her head. And she says to Joel, the last thing I'm going to do is kill them all. Like, what is she talking about? Who like, is she talking yeah, about? It's certainly... Yeah, I'm uh, She's I'm really, I'm really, die. I'm really curious to see what. I I think that they'll be able to pull it off. I mean, I I have after Uncharted Four and what they're how much they're able to like add to characters who are kind of thin, a little thin before that installment. Mm-hmm. I think that they've. I mean, they have such a good foundation that they're working with. I think that they'll. I trust them to really do some really interesting and you know worthwhile story stuff with that game. Hey, Last Guardian is coming out in a couple days. That's happening. Yeah, I, I, I saw people on Twitter with copies of that game in their hands. Like, it 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 actually exists. It's coming out this Tuesday, uh, December 6th. You know, just to give you guys a timeline of when we're recording this. So, that's exciting. I know. I'm going to beat Final Fantasy 15 before I get that game. I'm going to be honest. You know, I've been hearing really good things about Final Fantasy Fifteen. Yeah, uh, I've heard really good or mediocre things. It depends on who I ask. So either you know you're a fan of Final Fantasy and you're you're just that person that just loved it or loves it right now. It's not Thirteen. We could everyone agrees God. better than Thirteen, but that let's face it, that bar is pretty terrible. low. <laughs> thirteen is not the best game I've ever played. It's actually one of the worst. I remember I got about 10, 15 hours into that game, and I just couldn't take it anymore. And I took it back to GameStop and sold it back because I was just, I was so utterly bored and upset. Mm. I don't blame you. I beat the whole thing, and I have to tell you, the final boss of that game is what seals the deal for how bad that game is. The final boss, when you get it down to one-fourth of its health, casts an attack that has a 50% chance of killing you. That's Your hilarious. entire party, game over, start that final boss all over again. That's hilarious. It literally is a coin flip. I died to it four times. Sounds fair. The, the fourth time, I mean the fifth time, I won the coin toss and he didn't insta-kill me. It is the worst. <laughs> there is an item you can find in the game that you can grind up, and as long as you have that item equipped, it makes the attack of the final boss. As opposed to a coin flip, it's two coin flips. It reduces it from a 50% chance auto-kill to a 25% chance auto-kill, which is still fucking horrible. <laughs> That's back in the good old days when games could only be judged by the hour count as how good they were. May they yeah. never, may they never come back. Yeah, I agree. Uh, there were some other games uh, that caught your attention, right, Mike? Um, I'm looking here. Uh, Real quick, I don't know if we talked about if this is like semi-breaking, but uh, I just saw uh, that also a alternative. Death Stranding teaser trailer is out from PSX, and it definitely confirms that uh, Mads is going to be quite the villain. I mean, we knew that. 
But I, apparently, wow. apparently Can from you this, go ahead and post that in the, that link into our apparently this additional trailer makes him even more fucking crazy, or I mean, might they say he, mad? Ha! Huh? He was already. Hold on, we're gonna watch this live, everybody. Buckle in. Buckle up. We can do up. a live talk about. We, wait, we can live talk about it as long as we can sync up the video. Do we want to do that? Because I'm totally down to do that. Well, I'm just kind of scrubbing through, and I'm trying to see. Alright, then it'll be nope, for the benefit maybe, of me and Mike. Okay, this... I don't know if this is any different, actually. Three, two, one, go. I... I may have spoke too soon. Josh, shut up, we're watching it live. Oh, it's the music. Because I'm at... Man, Kojima knows how to throw a good soundtrack onto a game. Here's to you, Nicola and Bart. So, so, so I'm gonna talk. I don't know what I'm gonna talk about, but uh, this isn't what I thought it was, and and I apologize for bringing this upon everybody. I thought it was exciting. I thought I saw some breaking news on the Twitter and hashtag. This looks news. like the same video I've seen before already. Because it that's because it's the same music. trailer with a different soundtrack. So it's alternate in the fact that somebody like cut a different song over it. So. Okay, so this is this is nothing new. This is still game of the Toro. We can edit this part incubator. out, right? Like, I'll, just cut no, it. Well, you just, know, I'm not going just to. Just cut it. It makes me look I mean, bad. It, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm sorry. You got me excited for some Kojima action. By the way, speaking of looking bad, you know who doesn't look bad anymore? Crash Bandicoot. Mmm. <laughs> that remaster. <laughs> This, I don't care. The stunned silence well, at that, the, that beautiful translation. I am. That was, uh, man. I'm. I really. I. I grew up playing those crash games, so I'm. I really do hope that they. You know what? Even if it is bad, I'll still buy it and still be like, huh. Um. Oh, crash. Oh, you're crash. So you. You're a crazy bandicoot. I don't even know what a real bandicoot looks like, but it probably doesn't have jeans and that much tood. So. Oh, oh! You have no idea. It, it <laughs> um, actually does. It down for Crash. Yeah. So you know I'm, I'm super duper. Crash? I'm definitely willing to like go back and revisit some of those games. And based on the trailer, it looks Look like at all uh, these jeans and tudes that this real life Bandicoot has. Um, what the fuck? They have a huge nose. That uh, there, that animal has zero tude. I'm so disappointed. Wow, that thing is actually kind of ugly. I. Can no, we all agree what? that that uh, is a fucking not, ugly animal? It's not ugly, it's just... No, if I saw that thing... Look at the way it's staring at you with its dead eyes. It's that is just, an ugly-ass animal. It's just disappointing. Where's the better-than-Mario Kart go-kart that it has? It doesn't have it, one. It does Crash Team Racing is pretty solid. Crash Team Racing Oh, yeah, that is, thing is fucking ugly. It's amazing. Yeah. Ray, I trust that you'll cut these images that I'm sharing in, you know, over the video. Real quick. I kind of so, have to at this point. Look at this thing. I might do a zoom in of, bam, right there, face. <laughs> That's a face only its mother. For, edit, editing, for for editing purposes, uh, here, here, and whoa. Okay. You're welcome. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you. I'll give my, you the. When my I'll give you I the, felt like the, the creative big, big picture, like spun, like whoa. I'll give you the creative freedom to. I am way to, too lazy to, to uh, put that in. That's it's. You know what? That's fine. That's okay. Well, hey. Um, 
I don't know how much. Uh, is there anything else like super urgent we got to cover here, fellas? I think that not urgent. I just want to say that mini NES update for those that want it, i.e., Josh. I posted the prices of where you can actually buy one because Nintendo doesn't give a fuck about you or your ability to actually buy this thing. The cheapest you could buy it right now is Walmart, and Walmart just says supply and demand, bitches. We don't care. It costs two hundred and sixty dollars. Walmart's like, you want it? We're gonna get ours. That's an extra two hundred dollars up front, please. And you know what? They're not the only ones. I posted several links. Everyone is just going full ham with the price gouging for the mini NES and. I, I want to say I don't blame them, but this is just capitalism run amok, is what it is. It's also stupid people run amok, but hey, well, that's just that's just my opinion. Maybe Nintendo should go ahead and just make more because they can, and they're just not doing it. Eh, why would you do that? You you can't tell me. Nintendo of America, Nintendo of Japan, Nintendo of Europe, they're just Nintendo, period, which shipped over 10 million copies of Pokemon Sun and Moon, can't make more than 10,000 copies of the mini NES. You cannot convince me They're still busy cranking that. out Wii U's right now, so they've got other things to do. Fuck you. They stopped <laughs> production. <laughs> Look, that's another thing that I was making the Wii U anymore. It's not like production for making that thing. Hey, are are you telling me they like are you telling me that they're going to stop Okay, are you telling me that they're going to stop the Waluigi Amiibo you know press line to make some more mini nesses? The answer is no, Stan. I'm sorry. It's just, it's just no. I mean, Nintendo really does need to give up the pretense. We all see what you're doing and it's this is this is why their bottom line sucks. We live we 2016. We, this this Right here, you know what? You know why there are f- over five? What, what is it like? Ten million PS4s out there because you could go to the store and buy one right now if you want to, and no one's gonna stop you as long yeah. as you have the money. We, we may, we may want to have one podcast here soon before the end of the year because I, I just remembered there are some other like, what the fuck is Nintendo doing? Things that have happened recently, and we may just want to have a quick chat about. Nintendo really needing to get with the times. And I did actually write a little article recently about Metroid and Nintendo cuz I Nintendo we we need to talk about Metroid cuz it's uh, We Is that in your Tumblr? It is in my Tumblr. Can you post a link real quick? I'll take a read of it. Absolutely. tumblr.com/metroidman1352. We live in a world where there isn't an, a Waluigi amiibo for every man, woman and child. <laughs> I, I lied. metroidman1352.tumblr.com that's a, uh, that 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 might be a problem. Don't you think they should fix that? Don't go to the other one. Uh, <laughs> I like the picture. Very nice. Thank you. Oh my! Can can you look any more fucking douchey smug? I if, yes. The only way you could is if your collar was actually popped, and then we hit maximum douche level. Give me a couple days. Go. <laughs> I'll get on it. Nintendo, we need to talk about Metroid. This looks like a good read. I'm, I'm, I'm eager for it. Yeah, it's a, I, yeah, I, I wrote this initially when the whole AM2R stuff happened. So it, it, it's definitely framed more around that time initially. But I, I did, you know, kind of work on it a little bit and changed it from there. But yeah, just, I think we need to, we need to have a talk to Nintendo about a lot of things. But I think we can get that. Uh, 
at a later time. And if you want to be kept abreast of our Nintendo discussion, plus all of our other happenings, now that's a fucking transition. Not really. God. Yes, it is. I thought it was. Continue. Uh, It's okay. Your last one was better. (laughs) Make sure you subscribe to us here on the YouTube. You can follow us at Facebook at Unscripted Gaming. You can get us at Twitter at Unscript underscore Gaming. We are also on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash Unscripted dash Gaming. You can also follow us at iTunes, Google Play, Podcast Music, whatever you want to call it, Stitcher, Pocket Casts. We're, we're out there, fam. Put us in your pocket. Mm-hmm. Take us with you. Hang out with us. Do the thing. I wanted to say one last thing about N- Nintendo, and then I literally I'm done, and we can just sign off, I guess. Uh, the president of the company projected the sales figures for the first qu- the first three months of its release at only 2 million units. The re- release of what? The Switch. Ah. So, they're thinking it's not going to be great. Well, you mm. never want to be op- like you never want to overproduce. I guess, but that is, and it's. I mean, it is going to be interesting to see like what that ends up being. Yeah, yeah. I think a I lot think- of it. Uh, they have potential to do something, but it's they're still kind of marred with the same problem of this is probably going to be people's secondary console. Right. Right. That's st- it's still something that's a problem for him. But we should make they- a pod on that. Yeah, Josh is right. Yeah, we'll do well, that. Well, we'll just have to record more. There you yeah. go. Yeah, we lied. Yeah. This isn't the last podcast of the year, probably. <laughs> Look at that. Making plans live on air. Fucking unscripted, unscripted right here. Delicious. That wasn't unscripted either. Good job. It wasn't. All right, I think we're done here. Yeah. All right. Well, Mike, hey, take us out. Uh, well, hey, thanks for uh, giving us a listen, everybody. Uh, this is Mike. <laughs> I'm Ray. And I'm Josh. And both of, you are fi- both of you Peace. are fired because I gave you the lob and the jam, and you, you just you dropped it. So, bye. You, you tossed the ball up, and both of us just sat there and looked at it with our bats ready and hit the ground. Just, I thought you yeah, were going to d- get it. Just stop this. Just I'm, stop, stop recording right Peace. now.